Welcome to Life Science Marketing Radio, the podcast where marketing leaders inside and outside the sciences share their creative ideas and practical approaches to increasing your marketing ROI. Here's your host, Chris Connor. Hey there, this will be a very practical episode today that can help the search engine ranking on your web pages without a lot of work. In fact, probably the easiest things you can do to get more love from Google. A quick reminder before we start, the ACPLS annual meeting is next month in beautiful San Francisco. If you haven't been here in October, you have not experienced prime weather in the Bay Area. So I hope to see you there. Go to acp-ls.org for details. Now, let's jump into it, shall we? Tomas Fonseca is the marketing owner at LabFolder, and LabFolder develops and sells electronic lab notebooks for scientists. Tomas, welcome, and thanks for joining me on Life Science Marketing Radio. Thank you much. Thank you very much for the invitation, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. So um, something we haven't talked about before, we're going to talk today about technical SEO or search engine optimization. So just to get people started on the same page, there are three types of search engine optimization. Just start out by explaining each of those to us so we know which one we're talking about. Sure. So on broad speaking, there are three, indeed three types of SEO, uh, the on-page SEO, the off-page, and the technical. So the on-page uh, is basically focused on the content that you have on the website and how well it is optimized for relevant, uh, relevant keywords. So usually we always talk about and hear about meta descriptions, keywords, uh, and this is what on-page SEO is about. Off-page, um, it's just about backlinks. It's, uh, it's, it's being able that you can create uh, and you can work with other websites that then they'll create the links to your own website. Uh, of course, if these links come from domains that have a good domain authority, uh, that serves as a vote of confidence. Uh, and that basically is telling Google that your website is good. The third one is a technical SEO that really focus on search engines and, and how well they can crawl your website and how they are indexing the content that will later on uh, be uh, appearing in the search results. So why is technical SEO so important now? I think the, the most important is because we need to tell Google uh, what you have on the website. And you need to, and, and because our websites and our um, marketing is run almost by Google and search engines, you want to be on top of your search result. Um, you want that your website, that Google basically likes your website, how it works on different devices, how fast it is. Um, and all of that small details will have a huge impact on your uh, ranking uh, at, in Google. So content is important, backlinks are important, but indeed having a good and well-organized website and structured will have a huge impact on the ranking of your uh, website in, on Google. Right, because it's all part of the experience that they're sending searchers to and you know how fast pages load and and everything else around that, right? Exactly. Uh, Google takes all of this in consideration. And indeed, they are always changing their algorithms uh, for ranking. But more and more, uh, technical SEO, in particular, for example, mobile, 
um, friendliness, it's uh, one of the hottest topics for Google. So what, um, how do I determine, you know, how to improve my technical SEO? I mean, you mentioned the areas, um, you know, page load and, and things like that. What tools are available to see how I can improve my pages? I would say that Google itself offers a lot of amazing tools. Um, at WebFolder, we use several. So for, for them, for page speed and mobile friendliness, uh, we use uh, the page speed insights from Google. Google itself also has a unique URL that allows you to measure how your website behaves only in mobile. Uh, that's called even mobile friendly. And recently, there's a, a new report uh, that's basically a Chrome extension from Google that's called Lighthouse. And this Lighthouse goes over the entire website and checks it for several conditions and divides the results based on accessibility, speed, uh, SEO. So it's always does a, a full, like I can, I can have a full audit to your website and gives you how you can improve it. Nice. I would also say that besides Google, uh, tools like Pingdom or GT Metrics are super useful. And I don't know if most of the people that are doing marketing are aware, but Google Search Console, which just came out of the beta version, the new, new one, it's a powerhouse of information in terms of mobile, in terms of uh, site maps, and also in terms of uh, AMP pages. So it's a completely new tool that's very, very interesting to use to optimize the SEO. So a lot of the marketers I know, they'll understand the concept here, but it's not always, you know, it typically will fall to one person on the marketing team who handles the technical side of the website or even someone in IT. So how do I get them or... If I do my own audit, how hard is it to get them to make the changes that might be suggested? It's not hard at all, uh, especially because many of these tools already give you the out. Not don't, they don't only identify the problems, but they give you the solution for the problems. Um, a, a clear example: if you go to page speed from Google, the the it, the, the tool is going to analyze the page, and basically is going to see. If your images are optimized, if your CSS code or JavaScript is minified. And while doing this check, at the end, we'd also give you the optimized images that you need just to replace in your website and also the minified CSS code or JavaScript that you can easily also replace. So taking advantage of these tools, it's really super easy. And I'll just also give you uh, some focus a lot on the mobile component of this. Because since March, Google has defined a mobile-first indexing. Okay, This means that now Google takes in consideration the mobile version of the website for indexing in its rankings. And features like page uh, uh, speed or the one from um, the mobile friendly or the search console will tell you how you need to optimize your website for mobile visualization and for better conversions at the mobile level. Nice. Yeah. Just to be clear. So you're talking about, if you talk about image optimization, this tool tells me which images are not optimal 
and is actually going to resize them and I can go in and just grab them and replace them on my site. Is that correct? Exactly. It does all the job for you. Because I can imagine if you go to your IT person or a web developer and say, hey, look at all these things I found wrong on the site. <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I want you to go back and I want you to resize all those images for me. It's never going to happen, right? So yeah, I think, and also maybe then it takes different stakeholders because someone needs to generate the images or optimize it probably with the content manager and then it needs to give it to the IT. And it's that simple. Even the CSS, you don't need you don't need to understand the code behind it. You just need to give it to your IT admin and he can replace it. Nice. Uh, that sounds great. Um, so some of those tools, I don't know if it's any of the ones you mentioned, but we talked a little bit before. So some of those tools can be used to look at competitor sites as well, right? Yeah, definitely. So I think one of the best ones uh, that uh, we're currently using is the GT metrics because it goes over the also the entire pages and allows you to compare and giving a ranking from 0 to 100 um, in different uh, factors, uh, including the website, the speed, um, the size of the website itself, so how many uh, megabytes, uh, how, long, how long does it take uh, to have the first byte. And it really gives you a full ranking uh, on how the website is performing. And recently, we've been using it a lot because it gives you super valuable information um, on how to do that. Other websites that maybe you can also um, take advantage, but these are a bit limited. Um, and we use it sometimes as a screaming frog SEO spider. Uh, so basically, this software you can easily download to your uh, computer and gives you a super detailed information about not only your website, but also your competitor's website. And also, the, the only thing is that for the free version, you can only analyze 500 URLs. But right. I think it's completely worth to use the paid version um, in terms for this software. Yeah, I've used that one. It's not super expensive. I used it to audit some client websites. And I think in combination with the uh, is it GT Matrix you mentioned? GT yeah. Matrix. Um, you know, so if, if you see perhaps that you're not ranking where you'd like to or competitors are ranking higher then you could use a tool like Screaming Frog and say, how are they doing this differently than I am? So the intent isn't to go and steal their keywords or whatever. I mean, you, you get that. You'll see probably what keywords they're trying to use. But um, you'll just see you know, how they do their metadata and their page depth and all these other attributes about how they've assembled their website you know, just as examples and say, oh, that's how to do it right. Then you go back to your own site and say, We're gonna, we need to fix these things to be more competitive. Exactly. And I also say that Google is always changing things. There are always, always new things that uh, we should pay attention for. And of course, we always try to be the first ones to implement it. But it's also possible that you should always get ideas from good websites. And it can be competitors, but not just competitors. Um, but these tools will give you a super nice idea of how the back end of these websites is being, it's running. Um, it's an, it, and it's really in, interesting and enriching to go through it and understand how some of the websites are so well, can be still heavy in content, but so fast to load even in mobile. And you can really learn a lot from these tools. Ah, uh, yeah. And just to paint a little picture on um, what we're both talking about here, but you know, when you use Screaming Frog, at least 
as I've used it, you get an output. It's not, it, it's in a spreadsheet form. It's tabular data. What I notice about it is very quickly you see what pages you have that don't have meta descriptions on them. And, you know, sometimes that's surprising. So that's the description that Google displays under the page title uh, in the search results. And if you don't have one, who's going to click on that page? And then how many of your pages have identical titles, which doesn't help Google decide anything about where those pages should rank. So for example, just using that as an example, but those things pop out at you very quickly when you see multiple of the same pages or empty um, cells in this layout, you go, oh, there's a problem. I should look at that. So it's, it's pretty quick to figure out what's going on. Yeah, not only for meta descriptions and keywords, for example, for also for broken links, uh, the tool is very good to identify uh, broken links, which is something that Google doesn't like at all. So I think it's one of the best tools you can have to to avoid because, like you mentioned, duplicate content is something that Google does not like, not only in terms of meta description and keywords, but also in the content itself that's written. Um, so always looking at these things is something that you should have. I think also that just to mention that one of the important things that you should take in consideration is that by now your website should be HTTPS. Since we're already starting talking about a bit site architecture, uh, which is one of the most important things also in terms of technical SEO, having a SSL certificate for a website is now a must-have and Google takes that in consideration. And this is something that should be in place for everyone that's worried about ranking uh, in Google. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um so what are um, what are the top three easiest things to fix to make Google happy so I can give my customers a good experience and um, get better search results? I would say, basically, you can start by running uh, two reports. Uh, you could put your website in, the, in page speed from Google. And I'll, I'll do that for your main pages. And from there... Uh, you can immediately see what you need to optimize for those pages because it also gives you a ranking from 0 to 100, both in mobile and desktop, how this page performs. So put your URL there and immediately you can see things you should be optimizing. The other tool you, you should go put your website is either GTmetrix or Pingdom because this goes a bit more in detail. Um, on things that you can improve and identify some mistakes, including headings that are not uh, properly configured, or if you have too much code in the page itself, which is, would be super easy for any IT admin or even yourself to change. Then I would go to the Screaming Frog, and I would basically see if all your website and your, your main pages, your cornerstone content, is unique in terms of meta descriptions, in terms of keywords, uh, and if there's no broken links uh, that you're linking to from your website. Nice. That sounds pretty, well, one, very helpful, and two, pretty simple to do these days, which, um, and I know a lot of marketers are busy. They don't have time necessarily to go fishing around for this stuff, so I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of lay out a path for this. I'm going to put a link, um, of course, as always, to Lab Folder, your company, in the show notes, but also links um, to each of those tools that you have mentioned so people can 
um, find them, download them, and try them out. Just one uh, clarification. So I can have Google analyze my page as a mobile site, but I don't have to be on a mobile device to do that, right? I mean, no, not at all. So yeah. Google will do that for you. So basically, we'll tell you how the website is behaving um, in terms of mobile. And also, if you go to uh, one of the things you're going to put there, which is the mobile friendly, it also goes to, um, it, it does not consider that it's accessing through a Wi-Fi, but for 3G, which is the most common case. So Google looks at all the scenarios possible and gives you how the website is performing in all the scenarios, which is quite impressive. Ah, yeah, nice. That's, yeah, that's a good thing to think about. Um, so yeah, doing your own little test, like if you, you had, you know, 4G or 5G phone and you say the page loads fine for me, you got to realize that not everybody has what you have. And, um, that's important. Is it, is that we also Google will basically tell you how much conversions you're losing for each additional second that your website takes to load in 3G. Because so far, and, and today, 3G is still the most common, um, the most commonly used uh, around the world. So the, the longer it takes on this network, Google will tell you how many clients or how many conversions you're losing um, by se- for each second. Excellent. All right. Well, Thomas Fonseca, thank you so much for sharing this uh, with us today. I think it's, I really like this because it's it's short, it's simple. I mean, and this is a big deal and it's immediately actionable, which is a word I'm not a big fan of, but you know, people are going to be able to do this, give the information to their IT or their um, developers and, and make their sites better. Yeah, definitely. And thank you very much for inviting me for this podcast. Oh, my pleasure. There it is, folks. Three easy things you can do to improve your search ranking without begging for backlinks or rewriting content. As always, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for sharing it with your colleagues. I love doing this. I've made a lot of friends in the process. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, let me know. Send me an email, chris at lifesciencemarketingradio.com. Your feedback is always welcome. That's it for this episode. I'll be back in two weeks. Bye.